Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Shea butter and popcorn, the final season. Let's get it. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Taj and Chelsea, season five, episode three. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. This is where real life and cinema intersect. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels, singer, actor, blogger, podcaster, and all-around movie lover. And it's your girl Tajiana, a.k.a. Taj, also actress, director, lover of Black Stories, Black Narratives, Black Everything. Welcome, or welcome back, y'all. Yes, this is going to be so much fun this week. It's our special, you guys. Stopping for gas. Oh, yeah. Pulling over on the 405. (laughs) uh, I don't know. What is the busiest intersection? 405 is really bad, but then you have like... 405 is bad. It's really bad. I know. There's so many. And that one, um, the 101 North, of course. (laughs) Like Malibu, that's like, it's a hot mess. So 101 North, been on a lot. I try to avoid the 405. I just At all costs, honestly, I feel like it's just never a good situation. I know. It's so interesting. I want to know y'all's take. So reach out to us. Let us know what your uh, worst highway is. What's the worst highway <laughs> in Los Angeles? We want to know. <laughs> and it depends on, too, like, what time of day, too. Yeah. What's going on? Is it holiday season? Is it a three-day weekend? All these different things. My gosh, that is so true. We're stopping for gas, talking about movies, about picking up and leaving so you know movies where you just gotta take that charge they're kind of like coming of age movies sort of you know they have that same that same vein vibe yeah Mm -hmm. that vibe is totally there 1999's anywhere but here and 2000's where the heart is they both star natalie portman it's great examples of that romantic drama coming of age highlighting reevaluating things making a change so i'm excited about these picks i'm really really ready to dive in and you know, we have time. And if you're listening to this, I didn't even think about that. This is a podcast. So if you're streaming it while you're on the 405 or the 101, I'm so sorry. But thank you for. <laughs> thank you for like tuning in. And look, this will probably help your time pass by faster. So, yes, I'll be good. You can be in traffic right now. That's OK. We love you for it. So let's dive in. Um, first up for me is Rhea and the Last Dragon 2021. Yeah. It's so good. This movie's so cute, y'all. Directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada and Don Hall. It's on Disney Plus now, so go stream it. It has a 94% rating by Rotten Tomatoes. 86% of Google users enjoyed it. And this movie made $122.7 million. Wow. This made a bunch of money against a budget of $100 million. So they broke even. Somebody did. <laughs> Somebody could take a helicopter now over the one-on-one. Right. <laughs> they don't have to drive and travel. Come on now. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And the synopsis is long ago in the fantasy world of Kamandra, humans and dragons live together in harmony. Sounds fake, but okay. 
<laughs> That's the first thought I had when I saw this. However, when sinister monsters known as the Droon threaten the land, the dragons sacrifice themselves to save humanity. So 500 years later, those same monsters have returned and it's up to a lone warrior to track down the last dragon and stop the Droon for good. This film stars Aquafina, aka Aquafina is Nora from Queens on Comedy Central, Kelly Marie Tran, Sandra Oh, love her, Grey's Anatomy, Netflix's The Chair is really good, Gemma Chan, who's going to be in Marvel's Eternals, I'm super excited to see that, Daniel Day Kim, uh, Ross Butler, and Alan Tudyk, this film it's kind of actually has some emotional um, height and depth, you know, and very emotionally intelligent for a Disney film. For kids, of course, that's the target audience. But it's well done. Animations are really gorgeous. It's scenic. It has some comedic moments, you know, bittersweet. And the message for me in this movie is just like being careful who to trust. And you can't forget to let your heart be open and be vulnerable despite the fear of things not going according to plan, of course, like life. So, you know, they may be lost, but there is an opportunity to change the narrative and control it before it controls you. And as an adult, that's something anyone can take part in in their life, you know, being a grown up and all that fun stuff. So, but it's a wonderful children's film. Stream that. Next up for me is The World to Come 2020, directed by Mona Fastfold, available on Hulu. I hope I said her last name right. I probably butchered that, but... This film has a rating of 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% of Google users enjoyed it, and it is thoroughly depressing. <laughs> I'll just say thoroughly. The adjective of choice is thoroughly. Wow. <laughs> it is thoroughly depressing, but it's very well done. I don't want to ruin it, but the synopsis is in 1856 in um, Schoharie County, uh, Abigail and Dyer live in an isolated life in the country working as farmers. They're both devastated by the recent loss of their young daughter, Nellie, um, a new um, childless couple who's similar, you know, to them, of course, move in beside them. Abigail is immediately entranced by Tally, the wife, and the two women form a quick and deep friendship. Abigail confides in her that her marriage is, you know, based on practicality, not love and romance. You know, she just married because he's there, like Pride and Prejudice. I have no money and no prospects. I'm 27. I love Jane Austen, but I love, I think it's hilarious. Jane Austen, but they just, why? All her books are like, well, I'm 27 and unwed, which means by 30 I'll be dead of cholera. Like, what? You'll be fine. You'll actually be fine. I promise. Oh my God. Like, come on, cry me a river. Call me when y'all have Bumble. Y'all don't even have running water. But that's another story. The Bumble Bumble. Diaries. That's a whole. That's a whole nother story. I got a whole bunch of bumble horror stories, but we don't. Oh, Chelsea definitely about. has a lot. She's definitely been on it way longer than I have. Horror stories, okay? Horror. It's about to be a movie, a horror movie. Right. Bumble the movie. <laughs> it needs to be done. It's so sketchy. Anyway, um, so they have a friendship. You know, they have this bond. And so uh, Tally reveals to Abigail that her husband, Finney, can be quarrelsome, controlling, he's abusive. But this film stars Vanessa Kirby from movies like Pieces of a Woman or uh, Netflix's The Crown, Catherine Watterson. Catherine Watterson, she was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him. I'm like, why does her face look familiar? And I thought it was just that movie. Her father is Sam Watterson from Law & Order, which my father watches notoriously. Oh. 
Oh, okay. Did yeah. not know that. I didn't know. I was like, I saw this. That's so cool. Yeah. Christopher. Like like daughter? I know. Like father, like daughter. Yeah. She's a really good actress. And Christopher Abbott's in here and Casey Affleck round out the cast. So a lot of strong actors. Please watch that on Hulu. Next up for me. So this one is, uh, we're going to get into it. It has some, some levels. This, uh, dichotomy in this film where I enjoyed it. And then after I saw it, I was like, uh, well, I could have enjoyed it a little more. Maybe it had some holes. We're going to get into it. In the Heights, 2021, directed by John M. Chu. And it's available in theaters, but uh, it was also available on HBO Max for a limited time. And that's when I watched it because I was too scared to go to the movies. Oh, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that. I was too scared to go to the movies. They yeah, have they on HBO Max. <laughs> it was literally for a week. It wasn't even that long. And they're like, oh, wow. I'm scared to see it. But I caught it. Um... So it has 95% score on Rotten Tomatoes, 81% of Google users enjoyed it, and it's based off the 2008 Broadway musical of the same name written by playwright Lin-Manuel Miranda. You know, he wrote this little musical called Hamilton. I don't know if you guys have heard it. I don't like you. Uh, I don't like you. I'm not I sure. think that he did this small musical, I believe. Um, it was so minor. You probably didn't catch it. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I love Lin-Manuel Miranda, and honestly, Hamilton, oh my god. I was part of that Hamilton thing. No, I'm having, like, war flashbacks thinking about trying to do the lottery. Y'all remember the lottery to try to see Hamilton? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I tried to get tickets to see the San Francisco show fail. Oh my god. I don't know why we did that. Like, we really thought, oh my god, we're gonna win the lottery? I just oh, was so... Not. We didn't win, but I loved Hamilton so much. It was like during that phase, it was like, well, I can't go to New York, so I'm just going to piece together the story mm-hmm. through the songs. I did it with Dear Evan yeah. Hansen, too. I was like, let me just... <laughs> Satisfied and Skylar Sisters are still my top two favorite songs, rounding out with, like, my shot. Love that soundtrack. Anywho, of course, he wrote Hamilton. So the synopsis is, in Washington Heights, New York, the scent of a warm coffee hangs in the air just outside the 181st Street subway stop, where a kaleidoscope of dreams rallies a vibrant and tight-knit community. And so at the intersection of it all is a likable and magnetic bodega owner who hopes, imagines, and sings about a better life. And this film stars Anthony Ramos, also from Hamilton, Melissa Barrera, Leslie Grace, Stephanie Beatrice, Corey Hawkins from, like, Walking Dead, Straight Outta Compton. Mark Anthony is in here. And, of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I think Christopher Jackson's also in here, who was also George Washington in Hamilton. I spotted him. I was like, oh, look, it's Christopher Jackson. So um, this movie, it's electric. It's fun, of course. Um... Anthony Ramos plays the lead um, Usnavi, and it's so funny how he gets his name. And he wants to go back to Puerto Rico when everything was supposedly just better and just greater. Um, I think that the story is like you don't really know what you have until it's gone. You have to be uh, really grateful for what you do have because you could have everything you ever want if you just look right under your nose, you know? And he has this adventure, you know, is right here waiting for him that he's longing for so much, you know? And, um, this movie, it's so interesting because the energy and the vibe, and it's like, it's totally like a, you could see it totally like being from the stage, but they just like got a camera and filmed, kind of like when I streamed Hamilton on Disney Plus last summer, because I finally got to see Hamilton. I was so happy. Um, despite the critical praise, unfortunately, it drew criticism because there are little to no representation of darker pigmented Afro-Latino actors. 
Um, as someone who's not Afro-Latino, I feel like I can't really speak on that as much. It's not really my place to comment, but I do see why people would be upset, I will say, in the least. Um, and I know that there was some yeah. pushback about that. And I think, did he make a statement, Lin-Manuel Miranda? I think he did. I think he did, like, kind of, like, yeah. being, like, I acknowledged, like, the feedback and, like, the concern yeah. about, like, the lack of darker skin, um, you know, Afro, um, you know, Latina, Latino representation. Right. Um, so, yeah, that definitely was, like, you know, a thing. I definitely think, like, every film <laughs> that we <laughs> will review in just every film that exists in general will always there's always going to be something that um, could have went better, should have been altered. Um, something is always going to be up on the table for like commentary. So I'm glad that they were like receptive of that. Like, you know what? You're right. This is based in New York. And like, why does everybody like look right? So, right. Like, and then people who are from New York are like, hello. So I, I understand um, for sure. And I, yeah, I try not to like speak on a behalf of a community that I don't specifically belong to, but like also right. of course of being like, you know, um, I know a lot of black women specifically were speaking out, um, Afro-Latino women were speaking out, but I think like yeah. also as like a black American, you know, woman, us, like we also can like share in what that seems like, or like what, what? Lack of representation looks like. So yeah. we can relate in that way. So I'm so glad that they actually said something like, you know what, it was a successful film, but at the same time, here's where areas of growth can happen. It could have been better. Awesome. Right. Yeah. I've been to New York, never been to Washington Heights, but I'm sure if New York is a melting plot, pot, excuse me, there's all kinds of shades. And, you know, I think, sure. of, uh, <laughs> I think Love and Hip Hop Miami, but Amara La Negra. And she's completely <laughs> Afro-Latina, right? And yes. she looks like she's beautiful. So, you okay. know, I know who Amara La Negra is. So of course, there's going to be people that look like her in different shades. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool to see that. It would definitely be cool to see that as well. So that's that one. Um, check that out. Last up for me this week is Silver Skates 2020, directed by Michael Lockshin, available on Netflix. Now, be patient with me, y'all. This is so good. Okay, I'm saying be patient because, okay, maybe it's not in English. Like, you that's can okay. put the English. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of her. Because, like, you can put the, you know how you can do the dub, the English dub? So it may yeah. look you know like it's not catching up there might be a little lag oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good though um it was initially inspired by roman and juliet and it's based on the american novel um uh hans brinker or the uh or aka silver skates by mary mapes dodge and so the story is set in saint petersburg capital of the russian empire during the winter of 1899 in the late 19th early 20th centuries so the city's ice-covered rivers and canals act as broad avenues traversed on ice skates and sleds with markets and winter festivals on the ice. Social class, this film is all about social class. And, you know, it mixes in this winter wonderland. And so you have this courier, uh, Matve, who crosses paths with the aristocratic Alisa, um, who's an intellectual girl, you know. Um, she's basically kind of like a princess, very close to a noble family you know but she wants to be a chemist she wants to go to school and it's 1899 it's like that's not gonna happen you know um she's like i like books they're like shut up and go back to your castle stay in your room you know till we marry you off um so the things that these 
<laughs> right? The things that these kids go through to be together, it leaves you on the edge of your seat. Just give it a chance, y'all. It's so good. You know, she just she doesn't want to be married off. She wants to be a chemist. You know, she may fall in love with Matt V, but at the same time, she has her own dreams. And this is like such a good, you know, I don't want to be like Cinderella. Hello, Cheetah Girls. It's very good. It's well done. Please watch it. It's enjoyable. Those are my picks for this week. Taj, you let them know what yours are. Those are so good. I love it. I'm also a big um, Anthony Ramos stan, so here we are. Um, but yes, I have a few for you guys. Um, definitely more on the kid-friendly side. Um, there's a lot of animated films that I feel like have this theme of like this kind of like rebirth or I'm moving from one place to the next. I'm in transition. Um, one recently that I watched with my siblings, um, which all of you can watch on Netflix if you haven't already, that came out this year. The Mitchells versus the Machines, which is super fun. Um, this one got a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay, okay. And a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, young Katie Mitchell uh, is the one embarking on a road trip with her um, parents and her younger brother, as well as her beloved dog, (laughs) to start her first year at film school. Yeah, but their uh, their plans to bond as a family soon get interrupted when the world's electronic devices come to life to stage an uprising. So with the help of two friendly robots... Um, that end up getting uh, converted, if you will. <laughs> the Mitchells must now come together to save one another and the planet from the new technological revolution. Um, this was directed by Michael Rionda. I believe that this film had a super, super um, strong plot in terms of um, in terms of the the whole lesson behind like the whole picking up and leaving thing of like this young girl really. Um, had a lot of strife with her family, specifically her dad, and was so eager to get off to college and wanting to just get away. And like, I want to be, you know, you know, when kids try to be more grown than they are, that type of thing. Um, And so it was very interesting and relatable to watch this young girl, like kind of like be in that rebellious stage of like her adolescence. Um, But like being, well, or her young adulthood now um, to kind of like, through this uprising of robots kind of found their way back as a family. And then the, the picking up and leaving wasn't so abrasive and out of like a hurt heart type of thing or out of like rebellion. It was more so out of like, I'm ready to take this step now um, and, and go to college. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss you. And we send each other videos all the time rather than the place that they were in where they were kind of um, going through a lot of like rough patches and, and felt like, you know, she was kind of just like skating by with the family and kind of ended up hurting, hurting her dad's, especially his feelings. And so I just thought it was a really cute um, film. Um, you can watch it on Netflix. Um, I think it's a super, super um, good film to kind of teach about like how you communicate your, you know, emotions or how like adults can pick up on um, things in children um, at you know, that age and like their young adulthood about like, I just want to leave you. And then it's like, wait, slow down. Like, <laughs> so I really appreciated this movie. I thought it was super dope. Um, so go watch it. Um, it's on Netflix. Um, next, a classic. Got to put it in there. If you have a Disney Plus subscription, it's on Disney Plus. Um, we have to talk about College Road Trip. Love it. Yes. 2008. Unfortunately, just like every other Black-led movie. No, I'm joking, um, but not joking at the same time. Uh, it has 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. So bad. 
4.3 out of 10 on IMDb, but 79% of Google users like this movie. So there we are. Um, so this movie um, has a lot of heavy hitters starring Raven Simone. Martin Lawrence plays her dad. Um, we have uh, Brenda Song in this thing, um, Kim uh, Whitley, I believe, and also um, just a whole bunch of like other um, super talented people. Donny Osmond's also in it. Um, so her father, played by Martin Lawrence James, is a police chief. And on top of that, he's hyperprotective. Of course, the stereotype of the police chief father. Um, he drives his teenage daughter, Melanie, um, from their home in Chicago to a college interview in Washington, D.C. En route, they meet disturbingly cheerful parent Doug, played by Donny Osmond, and their car breaks down. And then he finds his son and his pet pig stowed away in the trunk. What's worse is James get, gets caught spying on his daughter at a sorority house. Despite the chaos, James begins to realize that his baby girl has grown up. Uh, directed by Roger uh, Cumble. And this did $51.5 million at the box office. Um, I believe that this film was like just a super, once again, with the whole, you know, family situation, I think it was super like cool learning curve for like folks who realize like, hey, like it's cool to grow up, but like in, you can't just like push away your family um, during that process. But also like dad, they have to like calm down sometimes at the same time. So it's like, you know, you got to do the work. I think my favorite um my favorite scene is, um, I believe it's towards the ending, the double Dutch bus. Yes. Um, it's always so fun and like so nostalgic. Uh, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And so I just love this, you know, kind of like once again with the whole picking up and leaving thing. I feel like the most applicable storyline is like somebody leaving to go to school. Somebody's leaving to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of have that strife with like, you know, wanting to hold on to your child and like you gotta let them leave the nest. No, that's true. Yeah. I think when she's all like finally gets there, she's like, I'm scared. I don't feel like I could do it. Or here, yeah. yes, they were skydiving, and when they're actually moving her in and stuff, yeah. and like I cried a little bit. I remember seeing that. In I definitely cried probably the first time I saw it. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I cried. I was like, this so is- heartfelt. Because now you're like, wait, I don't think I could do it without you. And it was like, what was all that fussing for then? Exactly. So- <laughs> it's just like hilarious, um, but it's it is definitely a balance of like letting your child kind of like become their own person, be independent, and find themselves, and not like hover over them or stifle them, but also mm-hmm. like them like respecting you and honoring you of like how all the work that you put into like shape them and like give them those resources to fly. So it's like a mutual thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's like super heartfelt. Always such good lessons in these types of like in this genre of story. Um, so definitely go watch that. Um, it's on Apple TV as well as Disney plus and anywhere else you can rent movies. I believe YouTube and Google play. Um, lastly, of course, I'm like, this movie talks about nonstop, but you know, I got to talk about it, especially with, we have a sequel. Um, it's, do we call it a sequel? Um, coming out soon. Uh, the lion King, um, of course, 1994. <laughs> um, but the sequel uh, will be directed by uh, Moonlight's Barry Jenkins. Um, and so I'm super excited for that. There's so many, I don't know how many times they're going to reiterate The Lion King. It's been I mean, we just had one with um, Donald Glover, Beyonce. Yeah. They said, listen, we're not, we, listen, we did the live action, but we don't finish. We oh, not my finish. oh my God. Um, so there, there we go. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so here we are with um, this original one. Um, but I mean, the story is the same throughout. Um, as you guys know, um, this story follows young Simba, um, who uh, is uh, the heir of his father, um, Mufasa. And so Simba's wicked um, uncle Scar plots to um, take Mufasa's throne by luring father and son into a stampede of wildebeest. Trash, trash, trash family unit. Mm-hmm. It's always the weird uncle. Why? Anyways, but Simba escapes and only... Mufasa is killed. Simba returns as an adult to take back his homeland from Scar with the help of his friends Timon and Pumbaa. Um, love that we have a um, you know a story that revolves around like the motherland and just super fun. Um, and I just think that like I love how it's given um, lots of actors the opportunity to like participate in the Lion King legacy. Um, and like I just think that's so dope. Um, and 92% of Google uses like this film, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't know why it's not a hundred, but we'll let that slide. <laughs> um Immaculate Cast, as you guys know, um, I think that the the biggest thing with um having the Lion King as this picking up and leaving thing is it wasn't intentional for him to kind of be run run away from home. But in that journey, when he like gets, you know. <laughs> kind of done dirty by his uncle oh, he finds himself and finds community and friendship out of that of people who are supportive he has you know um you know his friends by his side obviously all these different all these different animals but um you have a, a wart warthog and a meerkat who are like totally down to to help you um and you got rafiki like i just love the the community sense of like you know, he was down and out for the count um, and wasn't intentionally trying to leave home, but he was run out of home and was able to return as an adult and like, you know, take back what's his. And I believe that that is just such a beautiful way of like that picking up and leaving theme. But like, even it wasn't intentional for me to leave, but I learned and, and grew out of it. Um, I believe that that's so awesome. Um, so I just love the plot in general. Um, and I think that you know, the animation, the soundtrack, everything helps aid in that and how it is so heartfelt um, because you really feel for Simba because you're like, he's just a child, you know, and he was able to come back as an adult, you know, got his little Nala boo, you know what I'm saying, um, to kind of like help him along this journey. And so I just think that's so awesome and heartfelt. So if you haven't watched Lion King at this point, I really don't know what to say to you, but... Yeah, we um, can be friends. I have issues, <laughs> but like I said, it's on Disney Plus. If you haven't for some reason, or maybe you're of a younger demographic and you just haven't seen it, please go watch it. Um, and yeah, so those are my picks for this week, guys. I hope you enjoy those films if you haven't watched them already. And yeah, that's picking up and leaving. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right there, right there with you. And um, if you're still driving, I think you need to pull over because you might be lost. <laughs> if you, if you you were turn this episode and you're still on the road i'm so sorry um <laughs> the pain you must be in right. uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening please tune in next week we're going to be covering movies about money 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 it's a whole lot of money <laughs> yes Yep, 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 yep. I wear every piece of jewelry just to go to the bodega. I said, yes! 
Sidebar. Like, I was talking about the bodega. The bodega, right? A BuzzFeed quiz was talking about you should walk down the aisle to a whole lot of money by via. You know how empowering that would be for your soul? Can you imagine who actually do that? The money guns. No, the slow-mo and then just have the money guns spraying the fake money. Like, dude, that's a whole vibe. That's a whole vibe. Just do that every Monday to make yourself feel better. Oh, my God. Coming out here looking like Summer Jam. Like, I thought it was a wedding. It looked like a hot 97 Summer Jam. I don't know what she's doing. (laughs) Yeah. If you guys actually do that, please film it and tag us in it because I would love, I would love to see that. I might just actually do that for you guys because that's just awesome, right? Just should we just should totally. So we're gonna be talking about that. Um, follow us on social media to stay updated on the podcast and all things Shea Butter and Pop on yeah. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop, Instagram at Shea Butter Popcorn, or individually you can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. And you can follow me at Tajiana Okechuku on Instagram and also at Tajiana Tweets on Twitter. Yes. Let us know what you thought. Let us know. Is there a movie we missed? Is there something where it's like, oh, man, I really wish you could talk about that. Man, at this point, it's your guys' podcast, so you must let us know if there's something we missed. You yeah. must blow up the comments with the remaining pics of the honestly. Please. Come on, subscribe, you guys. We literally subscribe. are in our last season. <laughs> subscribe. Come on, y'all. Oh my gosh. Like, comment, subscribe again. <laughs> y'all sick of it. <laughs> so tired. Go oh, subscribe, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want you guys to subscribe. No, it's fine. Like, please do tag us in your favorite picking up and leaving films. Let us know what you thought. And yeah, love it. Please. Well, you will hear from me next week. <laughs>